Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. I do hope that this podcast touches you and encourages you in the most amazing way. So today, I I am calling this podcast, um, Victory is in the Vision. And, you know, over this week, um, I have been really... um, not just this week, but, you know, in the past several weeks praying, um, you know, for God to, um, you know, reveal to me things in certain areas of my life. And, you know, we, we're all, we're constantly praying to God, but do we really see what we're praying for? Do we really have a vision for what we're praying for? Do we really have the mental capacity to embark on the prayers that we are, you know, that if God was to answer those prayers, would we really have the mentality to, uh, and the faith and the hope and the vision to carry out the, the prayers that God, we're asking God for. And, you know, um, sometimes in life we get very, uh, complacent. Um, we, we lose sight of our vision and, you know, I'm going to tell you that, you know, over the last year, um, between, you know, um, you know, different things with, you know, my depression. And then we had, you know, that shooting in front of our store and we had, um, so many different things that have come up and, you know, it almost feels like every single time that we get our bearings, something else comes and literally rocks our world. And, um, you know, so, you know, we find ourselves when, when we get into situations where we feel like, okay, well, we're on stable ground, but then, um, something else happens. And then we feel like we're kind of getting back on stable ground and then something else happens. And, you know, we con we kind of constantly feel like we're just in this, in this battle that we don't really understand. And, it causes us to get discouraged. It causes us to lose hope and to lose faith. It causes us to quit praying. It causes us to overeat. It causes us to not sleep. It causes so many different um, consequences within our lives is how we deal and cope with particular situations. And so, you know, I have been really praying um, diligently, you know, for some, you know, type of uh, of answers, right? And, you know, I know that there are still areas of my life that I need to heal from because let's just be real. We all are never completely healed. Healing is a journey. It's not a destination. It's something that we have to commit to and live intentionally through every single day. It's not, it's not a, you know, quick, um, healing process and then 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 you're over it. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. And sometimes when we um when we talk to certain people or you know we um listen to certain you know pastors or we listen to certain motivational speakers or whatever and you know they're telling you their story, right? 
Um, They tell you their story. They tell you how God has moved in their life, but they don't tell you that they're still struggling. They don't tell you that they're still struggling, right? And, And nobody is ever completely healed. Everybody still has something that they need to work on. But what happens is when we continue to dwell on, you know, the the hardships and the trials and the tribulations that are actually currently going on or have gone on or could possibly go on in our lives, we begin to lose vision. We begin to lose vision. And I'm going to give you a very good example. Um, so last year I was going through, um, you know, uh, depression really, really bad. And I, Uh, have talked about this many times on here and um, I used to have a vision board so I have this big huge white dry erase board it's huge and I would do the whole vision board thing every year and I would cut and paste pictures and I would you know write a word or a phrase that I was going to live by for the year and you know set the goals and the scriptures and like I did the whole thing like it was this whole thing and last year when I was going through this, this depression that I was going through, one day I looked at that board and I went over there and I erased and tore every, pretty much everything off the board. Everything. And, you know, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing vision boards anymore. I was in a dark place. And, you know, I felt as if, you know, all, you know, I ever was everything that I knew. Okay. I felt like it was gone because I just didn't recognize the person or the body that I was in. Um, because I had never experienced it before. And so, you know, as I have, you know, kind of, I kind of got away from getting in my word every day. I got away from even up until, you know, the beginning of this year, I, you know, I would pray every day. I would go through the motions. You know, I would still do the podcast. I would still just do everything that I had to do. But I wasn't a hundred percent in it because I couldn't, I had lost my vision. I had lost my vision for life. And I am big about writing down the vision. Okay. Like I said, I used to do the whole thing. Okay. Um, you know, but it's not just about putting cut and paste pictures on a board about, you know, I want the house or I want the car or, you know, I want this or I want that. It's, that's not, you know, we, we sometimes confuse our goals with our vision. And, you know, that's, I think, what gets us off track because we set this big goal, okay, and we work towards it. And then when we don't get the big goal, we get discouraged. Well, you know, you're not going to get a house in a month, right? You're not going to get that, you know, whatever type of fancy car you want in a month. But what do you want to see for your overall life? What do you want your vision to be, right? And so, we all know the scripture, you know, write the vision down and make it plain. And we know, you know, the scripture of, you know, the man without vision will perish. We know those scriptures, right? But here's another one. And I was listening to a pastor this morning um, and he was actually talking about vision. Um, and, he, and he 
said that without vision, something dies that God is trying to do. Let me say that again. Without vision, something dies that God is trying to do. That is so relatable to me, right? Because I was coaching women. I was, you know, it's kind of, I was writing my books and publishing them. Like I was stepping into what I felt like God had called me to do, the vision that he gave me, right? I published my last book last year, probably I think around this time or a little bit earlier. I published my last book, right? And, you know, all that's all great, right? But then you're like, okay, what next? I was going through the depression. I was, you know, I was really criticizing myself, massive body image issues. Like I was going through it and I had lost the vision. I had lost the fight for my own self, right? I had lost all of that. And, you know, in, in one of the translations of the Bible, it, it says this for Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. it says, if people can't see what God is doing, they will stumble all over themselves. I mean, how accurate is that, right? And so I think about the situations that, you know, we're going through currently, okay, in our lives, right? And, and I'm telling you the it has been like we are in a boat, you know, riding on the rapids for the past year. Okay, that's kind of what it has felt like. And, you know, as we're fighting the rapids, right, and you get to maybe a smooth spot, and the next thing you know, all you feel is like you're being hit again, right? And we tend to lose, we tend to to wake up every day in this survival mode. We're just trying to survive the day, right? We're just trying to survive the week. We're just trying to survive the month. We're not actually walking in vision. At this point, we don't even know what our vision is, right? We are just trying to survive. But, and what we begin to do is we begin to get out of our our vision, the will in which God, you know, has, has you know, created for us right and promises that we can have he's like you got to get a vision you got to write it down you got to make it plain but most of us are writing down visions like i want this fancy car or i want this fancy house but really what do you see your vision for your family you know what do you what is your vision for your business what is your vision for your health what is your vision for your marriage or your friend group or your ministry or personally what is your vision have you wrote it down? Have you made it plain? Or are you just making up goals? Or maybe you don't have any goals. You're in survival mode. You're just trying to navigate the chaos in your life. And, you know, I got out of that. And it says a vision not val- is not valid until it's written down, right? So you go through a vision, which first of all, it's an imagination. And then we get to the vision and then it's hope and then it's faith. And the pastor I was listening to this morning said, most of us are stuck in the imagination stage. Like we can imagine it. And he used an example as if you tomorrow booked or today booked you a trip and you were going to go to Cancun or whatever. The first thing that you're going to do once you book that trip to Cancun is you are going to imagine what that, that vacation is going to be like, right? You're going to have all of this and then you're going to pack based on what you feel like your vision is for this trip. Now we can do that, 
right? We can go on the vacations. We can, we can envision ourselves laying on the beach. We can envision ourselves swimming with dolphins and, you know, taking the cruise and hiking the mountains and staying in the cabins and, you know, boating and all. We can, we can envision that, but we cannot envision what we want for the next five years of our life or where we want to see our family in 10 years or where we want to see our business in five years. We are literally living in survival mode and we have not written down our vision in years because we don't see a vision for anything past this very moment or this very day. We are hurting, we are traumatized, we are in addictions, we are, you know, we are, you know, coming out of prison, we are coming out of homelessness, you know, we have lost our job, we can't afford to feed our families, you know, we go through all of these different things, right? And I'm just listing off things that could be happening in your life right now. You know, you know, maybe you're going through a bad relationship or maybe you just got a divorce or, you know, maybe your child is not acting the way you want them to act. Maybe you have a special needs child, whatever it is, it's, you know, we, we get all of these things, right? It's like we gather all of the trials and tribulations in this basket, right? And we're in the basket is so heavy and we're barely managing every day, just carrying that basket. And we cannot, we cannot for a second imagine what it would feel like to have a vision. We could not imagine not one day of feeling freedom from all of those things that we have put in our basket that has been weighing us down for so many years. Freedom does not seem like an option. Vision coming to pass does not seem like an option. Because we can't see anything past all of the trials and the tribulations that are happening right now. So this morning, I got up and I wrote down my visions. Again, I didn't do cut and paste. I didn't do the scriptures. I felt God say, just write the vision down. It does not have to be on a fancy board, okay? It doesn't have to have the cutouts. It doesn't have to have all the extras. What is your vision? What is your vision for your family? What is your vision for your business and your health and your marriage and your friend group and your ministry? And personally, what is your vision? Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to see yourself? You know, earlier in the week, I um, sent a message that I I was actually doing my devotional and I sent a message over to a really um, special lady um, that we know that was going through something. And as soon as I read this, okay, as soon as I read this verse, I immediately thought about her. And I want to share this with you because a lot of times the reason we don't have vision is because we're hurting. We can't see past the pain. There's healing that needs to be done, but we don't know how we're going to do it. We don't know how we're ever going to get past it. A lot of us were born in a different generation and, you know, don't believe in therapy. 
if you need therapy, if you are messed up, if you reject it from the floor up, please go to therapy. Please, there are resources out there to get therapy. Please go to therapy. Get past, heal from, you know, and deal and confront all of this trauma because you're worth it, right? You're worth healing. You're worth the vision which God has has given for your life. And it says without vision, something dies that God is trying to do. If you are seeing things in your life go wrong after wrong after wrong after wrong, you need to get back in alignment with God and with that vision because at one time you had a vision you envisioned what you wanted your family to be like you envisioned what you what freedom felt like to you you know freedom from the pain and the hurt and the trauma at one time you had a vision of what you wanted your business to look like you had a vision for what you wanted your marriage to look like and the vision has been lost because of all the chaos and you are now living in survival mode right and when people are living in survival mode you know we often disconnect from the world we we disconnect from people we love we disconnect from the world and literally we are like in a body of water treading water trying not to drown you know what else happens you stop growing you stop growing spiritually, you stop growing mentally, and you, everything is the same. Everything stays the same. And then you're mad and you're angry because you don't understand why everything is staying the same. You don't understand why good things are not happening. You don't understand why God is not blessing you in this area or that area. And it seems like the, the, what was once the vision is now dwindling to nothing. And that's because the vision has been lost. The vision needs to be rekindled, right? The vision needs a healing, right? You're, we have to not only write it down and make it plain, right? But we have to be willing to heal from the stuff that is, is holding us back from the vision which God has given us. Because again, I'm going to say this again and again and again, without vision, something dies that God is trying to do. What area of your life that do you see that was once flourishing and that is now dying? Because something has happened or some hurt has happened or some pain has happened or financial difficulties have happened or disappointments have happened. What is in your life that was once very much alive that is dying because of the lack of vision? Vision is not today. Vision is not a week from now. Vision is not surviving the week. Vision is not, let me just make enough money to pay the bills this week. Or let me just um, put on a smile for this week. Let me just be present for this week. No, that is not vision. Vision is what do you want to see in the future. And I sat this morning and I wrote mine down. I've got my vision for my family. I've got my vision for the business. I've got my vision for my health. I've got my vision for my marriage. I've got my vision for my friend group, ministry, and personal. 
right? We got to get it past the imagination stage, right? Into the vision stage. And then we're going to hope for these things, right? We're going to hope and have faith that they're going to happen. But a lot of things that are holding us back is that we have not healed, right? And we don't think that healing is possible because we've been in this this state of brokenness for so long. But this is the scripture that I found in my devotional the other day, and I want to share it with you. It's Malachi 4, verse 2. It says that, But uh, for you who fear the Lord, the Son of the righteous will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go out and playfully jump like calves from the stall. If you have ever been to a rodeo and you see them fling that chute door open, Okay, or if you don't know what that is, you it's it's when you're doing a seer scramble or bull riding or whatever, and you see them open up that chute and that cow comes out or that horse comes out or that steer comes out, whatever it is, and they are jumping and running and they're doing all the things, right? Imagine because they're fighting for their freedom, right? Because they've got somebody on their back. But here's the point of it is they are free, right? So imagine, you know, that you will rise up with healing in the wings and you will go out and playfully jump like calves from the stall. Right? So another word for righteousness is vindication. Okay? And vindication is this. Vindication is to be shown in the right. God promises to vindicate his people when they are victims of false and unfair accusations. Here's what I want to say. There is healing, and oftentimes we're afraid to heal, right? We're afraid of what people will say about us. We are afraid of, oh my gosh, if I go to therapy, people are going to think I'm weak. Or if I, you know, make a new move or, or, you know, do this in my business or do that in my business or make a decision for myself, people are going to judge me. And a lot of times we do things, we don't do things because we're fearful of what may happen. If I do this, what's going to happen, right? If, if I make this new move or if I walk in faith and do this, what if God's not blessing this? What if he doesn't bless this? And I'll, oftentimes we live in fear, but here's what I want to say. Be afraid, okay? Fear may accompany you on your journey, but fear is never your destination, Become the scared brave. Here's what I want to tell you today. It's time to get your vision back. It's time to heal from those things that are no longer serving you. It's time to get the vision back. It's time to write it down. It's time to make it plain. It's time to walk in it. Right? And a lot of us need accountability. Right? If you're married... Both of you should be walking in the same vision that is written down and understanding. And it should be inclusive, right? Both, both parties should be included in the decisions and in the vision and in the planning and all of the things. If, you know, you have a business and you have people that work for you or partners, then you're going to want to include them in the vision for your business, but it's time to stop living with brokenness and 
in the chaos and waiting for the next, um, you know, waiting for the next hit. And when I mean hit, waiting for the next bad thing to come. Waiting for the next person to hurt you. Waiting for the, you know, we, we can't live in the past anymore. If you live, if, if you are holding on to something that happened, you know, in a past relationship or a past business or in a past family situation or whatever it is, and you're holding on to that, any situation you're involved in, you're going to carry that with you. And any people that are in your path are going to, that is going to be projected onto them. And we cannot be successful and, and if we are not willing to be work towards being whole. Right? So maybe that's part of your vision. To get, to get whole. To deal with the trauma. To deal with the things that are holding you back. But this is what I want to say today. You may have felt like your vision has been lost. Maybe you're like me and you're like, you know, screw the vision because it ain't going to happen. And you, you stopped making the vision boards and you stopped writing things down and you stopped journaling and you stopped reading and you stopped praying and you're just going through the motions. You're just surviving. Or maybe you've got the routine. You're doing the prayer, the prayer time. You're doing the reading and all of that, but you still don't believe in the vision anymore. I encourage you to write it down. I encourage you to make it plain. I encourage you to go to therapy or or deal with the situation that you have, you know, not talked about. I encourage you to get your vision back. I encourage you because when you walk in a vision, right? You envision where you want yourself to be five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. You write it down and you make it plain and you create small goals that go in alignment with those visions. But some of us are so stuck in pain and so stuck in the past and so stuck in depression and mental health issues, financial issues that we can't see past today. But it's time to get out of that survival mode. It's time to get back into the vision mode. It's time to get back into your joy, back into your happiness. Figure out what those passions are that you used to be so um, enthusiastic to do, right? Maybe, Maybe you've got off track and it's time to go back to the basics. You know, maybe, maybe you made a move and you shouldn't have made that move, but you know, now you're like, okay, well, God, I I did something out of my own will and I, I need to get the vision back and I need to, I need to get back to the basics. Sometimes it's just as simple as going back to the basics, writing it down and making it plain. I don't know today who has lost their vision. I don't know who today is just living their life every day, going through the motions. But if it's you, I encourage you to write it down and make it plain. I encourage you to get the therapy, to get the help that you need. I encourage you to get in your word and really... um, and really look up scriptures on the way that you're feeling. What